Check one two, mic check one two. Oh, lucky. It's time for Slacky Lacky Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Slacky Lacky Podcast. It's where the lackeys like to slack on their pods. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm your host, Amy. Next to me, I have my co host and fellow van life dweller partner, Caleb. Yes. What if I was just the perpetual guest on the show? Oh, so it'd be like my show and you're just literally the guest every week? Yeah, basically. That'd be a different hierarchy than what we have going right now. Oh, what's our hierarchy right now? We're equal. But I feel like. In that scenario, I'm above you. Well, that's how I like to view it anyways. Okay. Okay. I mean, that is kind of the roles that we take on, just naturally. That's how you like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 well, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Um, in today's episode, let's see. Let's kind of catch up on where we are at. We are still in Colorado, still riding out the fall slash winter since we stay up in the mountains it fall lasts like four days um but we've actually had a pretty good week weather-wise this week we have we finally um gone to the lowest elevation place we know (laughs) in this stretch of cities we like to be around and it is like what what you looked at the elevation here the other day right um yeah where we're at it's like 8100 feet that's pretty good (laughs) i think we're we were last weekend, we were at 9,700 feet. Mm-hmm. And if you can imagine the difference in temperature that that elevation makes, it's pretty big. So, yeah, we've actually been having days in like the low 60s, high 50s that have been sunny with a nice breeze. So, you know what? We'll take those for now. You just got to take it a day at a time <laughs> in this, these shoulder seasons, as we like to call Sometimes them. Sometimes even like a few hours at a time. <laughs> yes, that's actually very true. Yeah. Like, hey, we showered this morning, though. We did. We did. And that's what I feel like today's been like, because it said it was going to be cloudy and rainy, but we both wanted to get showers in. And so we spent all morning, you know, just taking care of that, heating up water, uh, like helping each other out, making sure we both got the showers and it happened. Yeah, it did happen. It was probably like an hour long process, but it happened. (laughs) Yes. So if you're wondering what the difficulties of living in a van are, that is one of them. It took us over an hour for both of us to shower um, this morning outside, we did have, we do have a little shower tent now that blocks some of the wind and it's very clutch. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our friends, the average wanderers on YouTube who recommended that we get one of these shower tents and it's been huge, but yeah, we did have to like, we boiled water for each other, which took a while. And then that took like a few different times to fill up the shower. And then one of us has had the shower and then we started like cycling, boiling, boiling more water for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a process this morning. Just taking yeah. a, a morning at a time. That was today. So far we're like, like, hey, we both showered and that feels like a win. Yeah, especially, yes, on a day like today where it's a little windy, so you need the tent. It's not quite super warm and constantly sunny, so we need to boil water. I mean, showering is already like less of a convenience than it is in a house, but like a day like today, it's even like a step further. Yes. But I feel proud of us. <laughs> I, I do too. Like we put our, we both were like, hey, what do you want to do today? And we're like, shower. And I'm like, let's make it happen. Let's put all of our effort into getting us showered. Um, cause that will help. Literally. And it did. That is like van life. If you could describe van life in like three sentences, that would be one of them. Today has already been like immensely <laughs> successful in terms of van life standards. And we're not even, we're barely halfway through it. So yeah. the fact that we're even like attempting to record a podcast is like icing on the cake. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> well, yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on <laughs> in the last week is just getting gearing up for the shower. Um, 
it's been a pretty normal week, which is nice in between the craziness that September and the beginning of, well, I guess beginning of October has been chill, but September was crazy. So it was nice to kind of have like seven days where we didn't need to travel. We didn't have places we had to be. We could just kind of plant somewhere and chill. Always good to have those moments. But it's also good to answer some questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a few leftover questions from the last time we did Q&As mm -hmm. that uh, we wanted to circle back around to because yes. they're still good questions. But we also want to keep the podcasts within a listenable time frame, which is probably we still probably go over that. So maybe this one will be more on point. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll but see. yeah, uh, if you have any more questions, keep them coming. Yeah, we love... Honestly, we love being asked questions because it makes us really have to think and like process. And I like it. I like and, the questions. Uh, well, it also, it makes us think and process, but it also makes us not think about what we need to come up with as a topic for the next podcast because we can just take their questions and answer them on the podcast live. So uh, I didn't know where you're going with that. Either or. The questions make us think and they also help us out by not making us think. So thank you. But you're going to have to think now. Thank because, you, not thank you. Yes. You're going to have to think now because you have to come up with an answer. Okay, but the first question, are most people you meet on the road your age, older, younger? Oh, that's a good from question. From the future, from the past. We have met someone from the future. Shout out to Goat. <laughs> Still needs to be on the podcast at some point. He'll, Goat, he'll if you're listening. Um, you answer this one first. Okay. What would you say? Honestly, kind of all over the map. Like, I feel like we have met people younger, we've met people same age-ish, and we've met people older. I, I think if I had to, like, pick, though, it feels pretty even, but I almost think we've met more people who are older than us on the road than younger. Would you say so? Like, our age yeah, or Yeah, I mean, older. I think over the two and a half years, we've met everyone of different age yeah. categories, but I think it's definitely weighted and older than us for yeah. sure. Especially the people who are, have been doing it for long periods of time. Um, they are typically older and mm -hmm. not even just like a little bit older. It's, it's kind of, it's been rare that we met someone within our age bracket. I would even say, what do you consider our age bracket? Like five thirties? Yeah. Oh, like thirties, the whole decade. Yeah, I would say 30s the whole decade. We've, okay. we, I mean, I know our family is in that, mm -hmm. so it feels like we know a lot more people than we do in that age bracket, but we're just really close with the ones that are, who yeah. live on the road. Yeah. Um, but we're also close with people who are beyond that, mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of the category. I would say between 40 and 60, I think, is probably the main demographic of people we found um, who have either just started in the last two years or, you know, in some rural parts of Arizona, we've found people living out for 14 plus years. Yeah. So the nomad life, um, I guess the, uh, maybe it's just more it's, approachable for people in the, kind of that age. But uh, we have met younger people, but I just think it's rare. And typically it's been, I mean, they're kind of just getting started. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's been like a random one night around a campfire like they haven't really yeah been one lasting. night stand with these youngins <laughs> haven't been lasting relationships you know i think it's easy to think that van life well like let's go van life specifically um is younger people because i feel like yes if i think like social media has made that a thing you know like yes mm -hmm. if someone's younger living in a van odds are pretty high that they're gonna be sharing it all over instagram like us <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the ones you're, so you're saying the ones you're seeing are the young people. Yes. yes. So I think there is like kind of a general assumption that van lifers are typically in their twenties. Yes. Just cause 
the ones who are in their 20s are doing it are posting it on Instagram and sharing it with people. People in the other age brackets, I feel like as you get older, it, it just varies more on who's who's sharing all that information out for the world. I would to say, see though, it's, it's rarely they're sharing as much. <laughs> yeah. But yes, that's very true. I love that point. Um, yeah. Because I think, yeah, that's so true. The assumption is probably it's a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. But from our experience, the majority of people are at least our age or older, I would and I say. Think it's, and, pr- and most likely older. It's very inspiring to meet people older than us um, who, yeah, just decided to make this lifestyle change just because the longer, I mean, the older you get, the more kind of, the longer you live life, it can not it can be easier to, like, just stay in those things that you know. Like, oh, I've been doing this for 40 years. Or I've been living this way for 50 years or whatever. And that makes it even harder to make such a huge transformation in the way that you live your life. And so I think it's so inspiring meeting people, you know, in their 50s and 60s who, yeah, just at some point in time were just like, you know what? I want to change the way I'm living. And they actually did it instead of making some excuse. I think it's very cool. I remember having a conversation around the campfire one night with one of our friends that we met um, our first year. And they were, I think, 62 and 63 and traveling out of a big fifth wheel. And I remember being like, man, I hope that, you know, that's so cool that at this age you've decided to just like kind of leave everything and start traveling around in this nomadic lifestyle. He's like, you're almost like a, a guru of mine. Like I hope to be doing like changing, just like living life like that. When I'm that age, he's like, no, he's like, I, I see you. And I'm like, I wish I had started doing stuff like this when I was th- that age, like 33. <laughs> he's like, think about what my life would have been like then. I'm like, you know, I see both sides yeah, right yeah. there. But uh, yeah, it's been cool. We all, all ages, honestly, all yeah. ages. And meet. the cool thing is, is you really connect with people. Like no yeah, matter. Ages don't matter almost. Age, it's age is like a joke to us now. It's so funny to like meet and hit it off with some people, other nomads, other like-minded friends. And like you hit it off with them. You like have a few fires together, hang out, maybe travel a bit. And then you just kind of sit down and you're like, wait, what age are they? Like I have, no, sometimes you really don't know. Yeah. And it's just, it's just funny at that point. Cause it's like, I mean, it makes no difference at all in this relationship. Yeah. You can experience life together the same way. Mm-hmm. If you were the same age or the the age gap that we've been, yeah. that we've had with people. So yeah, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't ever affect anything. No, no, it never does. And yeah, once you even know maybe the difference in your ages, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like, I don't age just like literally doesn't exist. It doesn't seem like they're older or younger. It's just like, we just are, we're just here hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Next yeah. question. Yeah. How does doing van life with dogs change things? Oh, it changes everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually think our friends, Average Wanderers on YouTube, go look them up. They have a video about living life in a Mm -hmm. van and traveling on the road with a dog full time. And I think they hit a lot of good points. So uh, I'd like to shout that out first. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, it's huge. They're on your mind constantly, um, depending on the activities you want to do, the places you want to travel, Um, and yeah, everything in between the weather, especially too, can be a huge one Yeah, that you're, you're just always thinking of like, not just our comfort level or not just my comfort level. And then your comfort level. And you're also thinking about, yeah, what are dogs going to be comfortable here? Are there plants or animals or, you know, fauna that can hurt them in this area we're wanting to go? Are we able to do this activity and leave them in the van during the certain type of weather? Or is it going to be too hot or too cold for them to like survive? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're always on our minds. Um, But it, I mean, I think any 
and most dog owners will agree, like, it just comes natural. You know, it's not, like, something we have to really, like, stop and think about. It's just, like, it's always up there, yeah. you know, like, and it, it feels natural. It doesn't really feel like a sacrifice. It doesn't really feel like... No, I mean, it, it makes it better because we get to see them enjoy yes. this kind of lifestyle, which they are living the absolute dog dream out here. Yeah, they really are. I mean, they are just like from the views to the weather to the activities they get to do on a daily, day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis almost. Half a day. Yeah, I think back they, sometimes on like how many, like, because I was thinking where we were this time last week. And this time last week we were, were we? in the Airbnb in Grand oh. Junction. And I was like, oh my goodness, remember I was taking them on like two or three walks a day and like now we're here and since we've gotten here, they've like, I think of all the activity, all the football, like everything they've had. <laughs> Our dogs last... love football. I wonder where they get it from. In the last, yeah, good point. In the last seven days, I'm like, oh my goodness, they got so much activity in those seven days. Whereas I feel like when we lived in the house, like I would take Kona, I would try to take Kona on a hike at least once a week. But like if I could do once a week, that was like an accomplishment, which like that just that's so different than or now. we'd go bounce the ball for him in our fenced in backyard that was like 20 feet by 20 feet <laughs> <laughs> it was more than that but yes. it was longer it was a rectangle okay. yeah i said a square oh, okay i i think it's good too because we've seen them adapt we've get to, we've got to see them yeah enjoy like life to the fullest <laughs> um i think one thing that's that we've gotten better at i think the first year that was something that kept on like kind of catching me off guard was when we would go to new areas, especially like new states from Colorado, which is kind of like high desert or plains down to like, you know, Utah or even it was especially when we got to Arizona and we were in desert for the first time. I remember our first night in Arizona is when we learned what choyas are. Mm. And we learned about yeah. those very quickly from Kona, our dog, <laughs> because he stepped on one and then it got stuck up in his mouth. And it's like... Now that's just kind of on my mind. Anytime, even a new area in Colorado, like wherever we park, I kind of like scout out the area. Like, okay, what could be harmful to the dogs here in terms of like plant life or, you know, sometimes even human, uh, we've had several human caused instances. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had several friends, it hasn't happened to us luckily, but had their dogs, you know, eat something that a human has left behind, either containing some kind of drug or just like, you know, not healthy uh, for them. That's like impacted them a lot. And so, yeah, you kind of got to just, I've started doing it more now. It's like when we park in an area, especially when we haven't been to in a while or one that's completely new to us, like scout out the area around it, where our dogs are going to be, make sure there's no, or just like point out the areas of like, Hey, there's a cactus over there. Don't let Kona go over there. Or like, Hey, we found some like thrown out food over here that we got to get rid of because our dogs are going to try to eat it. And he knows how old that is and yeah. he knows what's in that. So what bugs have made yeah, their that, homes That's something there. that wasn't pre-van life that we've like yeah. slowly learned over the year. Like, okay, when we go to new areas, especially new like climates and, and stuff like that, we got to be aware of what can affect our dogs, not just us. Yeah. You've been very, you've been very good about that and very intentional about that. I've noticed. Ever since that horror story of Conan getting the choy, which yeah. I'm sure we've told before on the podcast. Yeah, that was bad. Don't go look at that as episode, but do go look up <laughs> Average Wonders on YouTube. Giving them lots of shouts out today. Yes. Shout outs. Yeah, they've got a great YouTube video that covers in detail a few different things. But it's a good question because I would say a high percentage of the people we meet who are also older than us also have dogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> More people than not, I would say, have dogs yeah. on the road. So it's very common. So it's obviously very doable. Okay. What are you missing most about living in a house right now? Me? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's the same as 
it probably has been since we got in the van. It's a bathtub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's still, still two and a half years in, still the thing that I'm missing the most. Um, just being able to have access to like warm, especially as it's getting colder now, being able to have like immediate access to warm water. I can just like lay in and soak. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty nice. So yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. I think I would have to agree. That's about the only thing I miss as well. Yeah. Is the bathtub. Everything else I feel like either the way we do it now is like preferable or not that much of a drop off. Um, but yeah, the bathtub, it's like, we can't really get that. Yeah. Yeah. Soaking um, in the bath. <laughs> okay. Next question. Do I think th- a lot of road travelers would agree with us on that one. Yeah. Too. I think it's interesting though, that like, it's the same now as it was when we started, you know, like we haven't gotten over it yet. <laughs> or, or like something else hasn't popped up that we mm-hmm. like are missing. Yeah. That's really that been the, the only thing strong. that still like lacks yeah. sometimes. Lacks. Lacks. Do you think there is a gentrification happening with van life? You want me to answer this one? What? No. I can tell by the look uh, in no. your eyes. I was just like, ooh, what a big question. It is a big question. I think the world is getting gentrified as our 7 billion population quickly increases to 8 billion and beyond. So, you know. <laughs> so that means everything's getting gentrified. Yes, is the world is. Yes, everything yeah. is slowly going to be taken over by humanity. And then by the richer of humanity. Yeah. Um... I think yes and no. I think, I, I think you know, social media and, you know, as we were talking earlier about how you see a lot of younger people, like, sharing these. And that's why you think it's geared towards the younger age people. But I think that's also where the people we're meeting who are older, it's like, oh, the younger people can't always afford to get into it right mm-hmm. away, especially during this time. The pandemic kind of, like, threw it out of proportions, I would say. Yeah. I think it was coming along at a very good and approachable pace which is when we approached it yeah um because we bought santiago our van in january of 2020 yes correct and so yeah pandemic was not a thing at that time um and even then we were barely able to afford a built out 2006 so pretty old uh, two, we almost two hundred thousand miles sprint we weren't able to afford we it not. honestly <laughs> um so even at that point I, I, though, when we went into the life, like, and started looking for vans, like, we knew kind of, like, what the price range would be, essentially. Like, it felt reasonable at that time. Once the pandemic hit, all the prices went, I mean, crazy on everything. Everything has been inflated, like, ten times since then. And I think the vans are getting that way, too. So, but I don't think the lifestyle is necessarily, you can do it however you want. Um, We've met people living out of cars. And tent camping or just like you know smaller much smaller vans that uh, you're still able to do i think once you get in the lifestyle it's not it's you can make it as you want Mm -hmm. it's as cheap or as uh, you know wealthy as you want to as lavish as you want to make it yeah um but unfortunately now like if people in our situation where we didn't want to like go through the process of like buying a van and then learning how to build it out and then building it out ourselves who jump straight into wanting to like find one that was already ready to go. Uh, I think we would have been, we're getting gentrified. <laughs> we're getting gentrified. We're getting gentrified. I think that demographic, like if we had waited, we, we even talked about this. We waited till, you know, end of March to try and buy a van, which was like our original goal mm-hmm. closer to that summer. We definitely would not have been able to afford it for no. years no. still. And now I, I look at, you know, all the big 
brand like Camper and RV brands have like jumped on this like van building. And, you know, I just saw, I think, uh, whoever does, I can't remember the, maybe it's Airstream. It's about to put out a line of like built out pro masters that are starting at like (laughs) $105,000. And I think that's, that's insane. Like we, we definitely wouldn't have been able to do that coming from a, we just want to buy one that's already like ready to go. No. Um, I think it's still possible if you want to like build yours out. I think that's Mm -hmm. still approachable price wise. Um, though it's going to, it's going to take a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's my answer. (laughs) I pretty much agree with like everything that you said, but I think the main, main thing I want to touch on here and like, yes, there is a gentrification happening similar to what you said, just like there is in everything, but there's also this side of that same coin that I think, I think anyone can do it and it's just might not look the way that you you see it on social media. Like, uh-huh. yes, the side you see on social media is probably mostly gentrified. Um, but that's one of the coolest things about living this lifestyle. Is all the people we met, seeing the different... Even though we're doing life differently, we're doing life differently differently. <laughs> like, the way we do it is different than the way Sarah does it, which is different than the way Jenna yes. Bryce does it, and the way Goat and Cat, like... Um, there's a way for anyone to do it. And like you said, you can start out small with a car and just not even tent camp. You can just sleep in the back of your car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, slowly adapt and work your way to where you want to be. But it doesn't have to look like what you see everywhere else. It can be purely you and just as simple as a place to sleep in the back of a moving vehicle. <laughs> You know, yeah, I think kind of also the unfortunate part of the gentrification is it's mainly these prices are being pushed up by people who aren't even really like embracing the full time lifestyle. It's more just like becoming a new kind of like hobby or adventure outlet for them, Um, especially in, you know, around Colorado. I think we see it the most because Colorado is a very. Uh, it's a, it's like a destination for a lot of people oh, for yeah. travels and trips and, and vacations and outdoors and stuff. And so we yes. see a lot of the very nice, like, you know, 2021 brand new, like four by four Mercedes sprinters that will go for a, over a hundred thousand dollars, um, that are like decked out to the floor mm-hmm. with every technology. And the people using those are only using them a few weeks a year. Mm-hmm. They're not, it's like, it's like their travel vehicle. It's essentially their RV over their camper, yeah. but they've decided to go the route of these vans because they've become popularized. And as we said in our last episode, when we're comparing the rigs, they're, they're dope. dope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're dope. So I get it. I get like why even people who don't want to embrace life, like a full-time nomadic lifestyle mm-hmm. would want a vehicle like that. But it's, it's that where it's almost like two different demographics. Yeah. We, we got the van to live in it full time to mm-hmm. travel and to experience this kind of lifestyle. But I think the price is getting pushed up by people more who want them as just adventure vehicles on the weekends yeah. or weekend warriors, as we call them. And if that's you, you know what, that is fine. But cause I, you know that I would want to do it too. And that <laughs> might be your starting point into yeah. getting into a full-time lifestyle. But it's, those are when I see extremely, nice rigs and especially vans it is rarely anyone who's living out of them full-time they're just kind of like part-time almost like weekend adventure vehicles for half the year um and that i think is what hurts the market the most yeah for people who like want to do it 
efficiently and sustainable full-time like people like us mm -hmm. so yeah. Uh, so yeah i think our demographics getting gentrified out luckily we're already in it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got in at the right time yes um yeah it's an interesting topic and it can go you can go a lot of ways with it um i think the short and long answer is yes and no yeah yeah it's a good question though and one that actually i wanted to get back to on this podcast when i saw it from the first podcast because i think it's just a good discussion point yeah. i think it would be a good discussion to get all the other people we've met, met in vans mm -hmm. who have started at different points um in their van journeys people who've started before us and people who've started after us um and like what their take on it is um and even yeah a lot of people would have a lot of good points to it but Overall, I mean, everything in the world is getting more expensive <laughs> yeah. and is also getting overcrowded with humans. So uh, maybe we should start there. Maybe we should start talking about that first. All right. Next episode, we will dive into that because that that's a big topic. Yeah. I like it, though. And yeah. you and I have had these conversations, too. So it'll be good to revisit. Yes. Um, okay. Next question. What is the most important habit you've been doing intentionally and why? The most important habit you've been doing intentionally and why? Well, most important is the one that's getting me. It's hard to to rank my rank. importances okay. of intentional actions. Okay, well then but then you can address one. I will address one. <laughs> and I think it's been a big one this year for me. And I have talked about it on here before, but maintaining a workout routine. Mm -hmm. I think the first year, year and a half, one, I thought that just living the lifestyle and like being outside and having uh, access to like hiking and biking and, you know, any outdoor activity you want to do would kind of replace um, my fitness, like just maintaining a, a consistent fitness schedule um, or like a workout regimen, regime, regime, <laughs> shit, what is that word? Regime. Regimen? Regimen. Regimen. That's the word I'm Regime. looking for. Regime. Regime. Right. Resume. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. Uh, and I learned over the first year and a half that that's not the case. Mainly thanks to sponsored by Modelo. But <laughs> Espiritu Luchadores. There you go. Yes, Good job. The fighter spirit. That's yes. me. So how can I stay away from that when I have a fighting spirit? No, but I just learned that even though we did a lot of those activities that I think I needed to maintain for my physical and mental health, just a consistent like workout routine and get my body, make sure it's staying in shape, not just based on the hobbies I do, but like intentionally putting time uh, into like, yeah, finding time to work out, which has always been hard on the road for me. You've been a great model of it since day one, doing workout programs consistently, even when we have times where we're going to be out of service you'll pre-download all the programs for that week <laughs> i think you've inspired a lot of people we've met on the road to like maintain this workout regime <laughs> regiment and uh and you've definitely inspired me and i think i started one of my like goals this year 2022 was back in january was to try and like maintain i started a workout program and then i had one that i wanted to do after that i remember i've gone back and looked at my resolutions mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, just take it a, a program at a time. And here we are in October, and I feel like I've worked out, I've maintained that the whole year, and I feel great physically and mentally. And so I think that would be the most important right now. Cheers to that. Cheers. So thank you. No. <laughs> thank yourself. You're the one doing it. Yeah, but you pushed me. <laughs> what, what's yours? Um, You know, it... Over the course of just like the last few years, getting movement in is 
I think like one of the most beneficial habits that I have nailed down for the moment. But I tried to think of like a new one and I guess it's a little more internal than external, but it's not breaking my word to myself. So like if and when I say I'm going to do something or write down that I'm going to do something or tell myself I'm going to do something that week, like actually Mm -hmm. following through and like not stop, like to stop like breaking promises to myself essentially. How's that been going? It's been going really well. It's challenging. Um, How does this look like on a day-to-day basis? So, you know, okay, for example, the podcast today. Uh A few weeks ago, maybe, we kind of like sat down and we're like, you and I sat down and we're talking about the podcast and um, we were like, okay, we need to get more consistent with recording and figure out a better just kind of process for everything. And I remember we decided let's make Wednesdays our record day. Like Wednesday is going to be the day we record. We gave it, we said Wednesdays were Thursdays. Yeah. We gave it some leniency. Yes, because life requires that. Um, and so I was like, all right. Like in my head, I was like, Wednesday is the day we record unless like we're having a travel day or, you know, there's something else kind of out of our control. But if we can control it. And yeah, like literally this week, I was like, I just, I don't want to record a podcast on Wednesday. I don't know what to talk about. I don't, I just don't want to do it. But I, I was like, Amy, you're going to do it because you told yourself you're going to do it. And you're going to follow through with that instead of, because I know myself, if I'll put it off till Thursday and then we'll put it off till Friday and then next thing you know, Monday's here and we haven't recorded one and we have a busy week next week. And you know, that's basically how the podcast goes. <laughs> we don't get it recorded by Thursday and we put it's it off till Friday. Not. It's not going to happen. No, and I <laughs> We know, have learned that about ourselves. And I know that. So yeah. So if, anytime I would have that thought, if like, I don't want to, I'd just be like, you get, remember that promise you made yourself? Like you're going to do it. Just sit down and think. And you're going to do it, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like making it a non-negotiable like I normally like I do with my workout schedule. Mm-hmm. Like yes. it's a non-negotiable for me. And so it's like translating that into a different area of my life. Cool. Yeah. I've also noticed you've been making like to-do lists. Yes. I've Is been that... writing things down and that helps a lot to get it out of my head because it's always so scattered up there. Um, and then, yeah, of course, I love who doesn't love crossing and checking? Like I will literally write things down I already did just so I can cross them off or I'll write something stupid down like shower. Hey, that, that is a big one. It took us over an hour for the whole process this morning. I think we've already discussed it at length, our showering process, but I think that's cool too. Uh, like I think that's kind of helped you keep your promises to yourself. It's mm-hmm. like you, and then it helps you like when you sit down each week being like, all right, what feels like, you know, reasonable to accomplish this week. Yeah. Too. You don't just like jump in and be like, oh, I'm sure we can record a podcast and, and go on this hike and then travel here and then do all this. And you're like, wait, no, that's not possible. <laughs> well, I've also tried to be like more open-minded to, okay, yeah, maybe I'll write a lot down, but also know some of this might not get done this week. I might look at it at the beginning of the week after I wrote everything. I'm like, whoa, like there's no physical I way <laughs> I can do all that. But just being like, okay, that's fine. Like then starting to prioritize, okay, what actually needs to get done this week and mm-hmm. like prioritizing. And then the things that don't get done, just push them to next you week. You can roll okay. them over just yeah. like minutes on the Verizon plan. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's been cool. It's been fun. I've been enjoying it. It makes me on- honestly, all in all, makes me feel more grounded because I feel like it builds trust in myself, you know? That's cool. So. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. 
Do you have a surprise question for me? <laughs> no, you know what? I think I'm going to save some of our other questions for another podcast. Okay, so we don't have to think. Yeah, so we don't have to think anymore. So yeah, so it's all right. We already got our next subject. Okay. And if you have more questions for us, even questions based on questions we've answered this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, let us know. Yeah, send them in. You can always find us on Instagram. Um, if you know us personally, I guess you have our phone numbers. You can text us. But don't do us. that because if you text us a question, I will. it will for sure get lost. Text both of us. It will not get lost. Because one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's all I got for today. That's all I got, too. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you all next time. Peace out. Bye.